This episode of Nintendo Podblock is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our Fennial podcast, head over to patreon.com slash bossrushmedia or search for us on the Patreon app on your smart device. Thanks for helping us build something better. Welcome to Nintendo Pop Like here on Boss Rush Games. I'm your host and Light Excited Eddie V. Joining me is the one, the only bossman himself, Mr. Corey Derrick. Hello, good sir. I'm so happy to be here with you again. Hello, I'm here. I showed up. I'm ready to podcast. I'm ready to talk about uh Nintendo because uh I'm very <laughs> tired. Not tired, but like there's a lot of negativity around the PlayStation and Xbox stuff going on lately. I'm just ready to not do that right now. So here we are. <laughs> and of course, it is his turn, everybody. We have the one, the only, Daniel McGar. Hello, yes, sir. Hey, what's going on? I'm also ready to podcast my heart out. Why not? Yes, we are all back in the building. Uh, last week, me and Daniel podcast. The week before, Corey and Stephanie podcast. <laughs> and now we're all back together. Um, so we're going to have a great and interesting episode, everybody, because, oh my goodness, some good things happen and some wacky things happen just like at the end of this week. So oh, when we get to family, <laughs> when we get to family news, Get ready. Uh, but Dale, how was your weekend? It's been good. So I had to work today, but I got through it. Then recorded something with you. Uh, recorded something with uh, Bosch Rush writer Josh Martinez, which was pretty fun. And yeah, just been kind of cruising along. think I am not working tomorrow. Going to record some more things then. So yeah, been pretty good. Can't complain yet. For your YouTube, for your YouTube channel, right? Yep. So uh, I've been doing uh, a series called One Hour Gaming, and Josh joined me, and we played through Lufia. Ooh. So if you want to check that out, that'll be out sometime next week, probably Friday. Cool. Hey, uh, you want to put the you want to put the your YouTube channel in the in the chat over here, just a link to it, so I can put it in the show notes. So oh, yeah, people sure. Can click on it. Try yes. to try to make it as easy as for as possible for people to, you know, get places. People don't feel like typing in full URLs. They don't feel like clicking five hundred buttons. They just want to touch. They just want to touch one thing and go. Touch, people touch, are, touch. you know, <laughs> <laughs> all these kids these days. No, I'm just kidding. The youth, as we call them. Yeah. The young movement. Yep. <laughs> Well, Corey, how was your weekend? Uh, it's so far it's going okay. Um, you know, just uh, working a lot, trying to figure out some things going on. But overall, it's it's okay. We uh, my parents came over today. We played outside with the kids. Uh, I took a nap, so that was new. Uh, and then uh, my wife and I are caught up on ted lasso so it's been a good weekend so far nice okay 
well, for me, uh, I had this Saturday off. So, uh, but I did have to go in to work for a little bit because we got truck on Saturday. This is our last Saturday doing truck. They didn't have no mails to help with doing the truck. So I had to go in uh, for a little bit. My manager gave me approval for that. But um, Friday, I had to work at another uh, place um, that was like 35, close to 40 minutes away from my store um Corey knows about it i was talking i was texting him and it literally was 11 50 because the place closed at midnight so it was 11 50 and i'm thinking nobody's gonna be here and their alcohol sales that I was, you know, I was able to do, uh, they end up at 12, but like nobody was really buying alcohol. Folks were still coming in, getting like diapers and milk. And I'm like, are you serious? It's 1150 at night. Some dude came in so he could buy some sunglasses. I'm like, are you serious? You can't put the mugs on. It's pitch black. I was. I wear my sunglasses at night, Ed. The hit song. song, yeah. <laughs> Which version, the original or the uh, Chicago House version? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> you you got too deep with the joke, Ed. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to I had to just add on to the joke because uh, you mentioned that. I'm just like, which version? Because <laughs> the Chicago House version, everybody now knows that song because of it. Oh. Uh. Uh, I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can, oh, watch you. Oh, that song. I did love it back in the day. Uh, no, but yeah, it hit 12 o'clock. We was ready to go. I literally, my the manager that I barely saw that night was just like, you could leave, or leave now. I got to wait for my Uber. I ran to my car and dipped off hmm. on my way. Getting close to the getting on the highway to get home, a train hit us, and it just start. Not, not meaning that it hit the car or anything. That it slowed traffic down on both sides. They were just oh, going. I was gonna say you got hit by a train and you didn't oh, tell no. me. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so the train leaves. That that was like a fifteen minute train because it really it literally slowed down. The train leaves. I start going, uh, so we start going traffic moving. It's a, a roundabout, and I got to go a certain way with the roundabout. That was easy. There's another train track in front of me, and I just passed it. I get to the red light. Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> There's another train in the back of us that just stopped all that traffic. So all the traffic was backed up again, but I was able to uh, go. I was able still to go because uh, I had passed it, got on the highway and got home. I literally didn't get home until one o'clock in the morning. And I was just like, oh, uh, wow. I was, I, and I was te- I was going to text Corey to be like, hey, dude, I'm home. But it was just like already late. And I'm like, he probably did it. He did probably in the bed sleep. So. I wasn't asleep last night. Actually, I was up to like, I was up to like two o'clock. Well, I was, I, I was, okay. I was up till twelve thirty. Whoa, telephone, Hollywood. Let's guess. Should we do the thing where we try to guess what he's saying when he's talking? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> hey, Ed, can you come to work right now? A bus just showed up. <laughs> Good looking. God bless about that. It's 930 here in my time. I'm not going to work. Um, What were we talking about now? I forget. Oh, you- I was I was I. So I laid down at like 1230 last night because I was editing. There's a bunch of podcast episodes that I haven't edited for next month and uh, they needed edited. So I stayed up. Uh, kind of late doing that and while they were processing I laid and I went and laid down and I didn't fall asleep till like 3 o'clock oh wow <laughs> and then I like woke up at like 5.30 and I was like oh, I just want to sleep I just want to sleep you know when you wake up sometimes and you, you look at the clock and it's like 4 o'clock in the morning and you know you have to get up at 6.30 or 7 o'clock mm-hmm. and you're just like just want to go back to sleep and then you look at the clock again and it's like six o'clock and you've literally been laying there for like two hours not sleeping and you're like oh my god it's fine though mm-hmm. yeah it all worked out i lived yeah so uh that was kind of my weekend just within uh two days i had been to two uh two places that i had to go and work at um so now when I, I was actually thinking about it, I'm just like, I have been to already seven stores that I have worked at for my job. I'm like, uh, this is great. <laughs> just wonderful. Uh, but next week I don't have to. So I am completely relieved uh, for that. So, but that's kind of how my weekend has been going. Uh, yes. So nice. I uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Rewind. I, I did, yeah, I did watch the PlayStation uh showcase. Oh um, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I was angry about it before we started recording, and then I just totally forgot that it happened. <laughs> uh, and if you guys haven't haven't watched uh Corey and Josh Finn, they have uh a reaction episode to it so you guys can hear their thoughts about the show. Um I, I have I, I think we're gonna do our own our own reactions though at some point for either expansion pass or like an extra because I do want other people's opinions. I just uh Josh was Josh was available, so I just asked him to hang out and talk about it for a little bit so we get mm-hmm. at least something up a little bit early but uh you know we'll probably do something for expansion pass or on the boss rush podcast or something yeah daniel uh, did you watch it no uh i was following along on twitter and it seemed frustrating <laughs> well yeah can before you say something Corey, can i ask you daniel when you was watching the stuff on Twitter, just the reactions, was there a lot? Because I barely saw anything. I barely saw people talking about anything about the showcase. Like, gays, I mean, most of the talk has been Spider-Man has saved it. And, Corey, I know you want to talk about a little bit about Marathon with Bungie and stuff. But, like, even that didn't do anything, which was actually surprising, which I had to ask you, Corey, a question about that. But, uh, Daniel, mm-hmm. um, what was, what was like, just on your social media, what was people saying about it? It was mostly not even about the games itself. It was about issues with, like, the release dates. Like, were a lot of release dates not given? They just kind of announced stuff into the void? Is that mm-hmm. what happened? 
because that's what I was seeing. Um, people being like super annoyed and like being like Nintendo always has like pretty here, decent like yeah movie. yeah <laughs> yeah. Here here are the takeaways real quick, just from me, just to give you a. a um, so I follow a lot of Xbox people and a lot of Destiny people, right? So, um, this was kind of the takeaway from it was, uh, boy, PlayStation sure showed a lot of game, great games. I'm going to play on Xbox in the, uh, nebulous future. And then Bungie, uh, showed a, a really great trailer for the final shape, like a teaser, mm-hmm. um, and not to, not to bore anybody with Destiny lore or anything, but they, they there's a character in this trailer it was everybody's favorite character in the series and arguably still a lot of people's favorite character that was uh spoilers i guess killed off uh, about five years ago in the storyline and he's in the trailer and he's apparently a big part of this last expansion for destiny 2 um and then everybody's like yeah marathon looks great uh but it's still in pre-alpha, so it's like a 2025 game at the earliest, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bungie, Bungie kind of told us that already in there because they release a news they release a news thing every week called "This Week at Bungie," and they're they've already kind of talked about this and stuff. And I think Sony just wanted them to show something to me. I don't know why, uh, but the concept for Marathon looks cool. Uh, it's a it's an ex- a first person extraction shooter. So, um, if any of you out there played the division, think about the the dark zone uh, portion yeah. of the division. Or uh, if you're a PC gamer, uh, Escape from Tarkov is a pretty popular extraction shooter. And then uh, the the I don't know if it really was or not, but Rainbow Six Extraction I think was a light extraction shooter. I would say, yeah. Although there wasn't really a PvP element to it, so. Uh, you know, yeah, because they say marathon has PvP, right? It's like a PvP. Uh-huh. It's a PvPVE shooter. So, uh, which for those who don't know, marathon was kind of like uh, back in the no- early '90s was Apple's uh, and Bungie's kind of answer to Doom and, and Castle Wolfenstein. So, yeah, uh, it was like a one of the premier first-person shooters at that point. But it wasn't violent or gory, really. It was more. Uh, it's more cyberpunky, which if you saw this trailer, just imagine that. But like in original Doom style <laughs> animation and graphics. Because so. I think they because there's two more games in the Marathon. I, I didn't know that it was a there's trilogy. Three, yeah, there's three games. There's Marathon, Marathon Durandell, and then Marathon. I forget what the last one is called. But uh, then they released um, they re-released it on Xbox Live about 10 or 15 years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh as like a remastered kind of thing. I think all the games are in that uh, set, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to have to watch a video because I still to this day haven't seen it in action. So I just need to. Yeah. Kind of watch yeah. I it. mean, it's it's pretty primitive by today's standards, but still pretty cool. to <laughs> if you're like, especially for like Halo and Destiny nerds, like to see where Bungie kind of started. It's kind of mm-hmm. neat. Well, and, well, this is my question to you, Corey. Do you think that Bungie is Sony's first third-party kind of thing? First third-party today, everybody knows that it is under when it's 
it's under a first party company, but mm-hmm. it's treated as a third party if they release something on another platform. So, and I'm, yeah. and I'm not talking about PC. So, mm-hmm. since Marathon is coming out to, um, uh, to Xbox, just the way that Destiny is, you know, with the content being kept up. Um, yeah. well, well, that was I, part I, of the I was, deal. I actually want to was- say. I'm sorry. I won't. I, I messed up. I, I said Destiny. I meant the um, MLB, the show, in uh-huh. a sense, uh-huh. where where Sony is like the publisher, but the company well, who's developing is like kind of like the third party when it's on other platforms. I'm I'm actually going to kind of compare it another way, Ed. Uh, it's more like uh, Xbox and Bethesda, where they're kind of separate and they sit side by side, as opposed to. Bungie sitting underneath PlayStation, mm-hmm. but that was part of the that was part of the terms of the acquisition agreement where Bungie has like they they're like we need to stay multi platform. That's the agreement. We're not an SIE company. We are owned by Sony. We are not a brand under PlayStation. We sit next to PlayStation. Uh, you know, obviously they are a PlayStation studio, but they are not branded PlayStation Studios. Just like Bethesda isn't. Uh, Bethesda isn't branded Xbox Game Studios, right? They are Bungie. They are just owned by Sony, and they have a partnership, and they have, you know, they're they're owned, but they don't. Um, they're not going to be branded like Horizon or God of War or something, right? So, like, like the I, I consider them like second party, like Gorilla and. Uh... Well, that's not second party because Gorilla is owned by Sony. No, no, I mean, we're not getting we're not getting in that conversation because I'm going to no. fight you a hundred percent. But uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying for my <laughs> definition, for me, and everything. But there's a there is a true definition to that, and it, whatever it's it's uh, Bungie's games are going to be multi platform and uh, going forward. So uh, obviously, the future of Destiny, whatever that holds, uh, Marathon matter which was an ip that they trademarked a couple years ago their hero shooter that they're working on and then they have a mobile game in development too so bungie has a lot going on right now Mm -hmm. and uh plus whatever the future of destiny is uh after the final shape because we don't know right because they're right it's just like does this lead to destiny 3 yeah Um, that's that's the big question and we'll know in august they usually reveal that stuff in august uh so. Yeah, I, I I have a feeling that D three probably won't be out to twenty six. I want to say that's kind well, of you know, ideally. Um, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm sure they want people to they'll they'll have season passes and stuff for the final shape. But I would be shocked if they put out another expansion a year out because they've been on that since. Uh, Really, since uh, Shadowkeep, they've been on that yearly um, cadence where they release a new expansion every year. I mean, granted, uh, Beyond uh, Beyond Light got delayed by like three or four months, uh, but other than that, they've been on like a yearly cadence for for um, these expansion release. I would be shocked because the final shape is the final chapter of the Light and Dark saga. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to want people to like let it breathe and they're going to want to like have some seasonal content to lead up to whatever's next. And it's a whole thing. We don't know, but uh, not, not to reveal the character that uh, you were hinting at, but that was the comic relief, the comic relief one, right? Mm-hmm. And then, okay. He, it mm-hmm. just sounded different when, uh, when I seen him, I knew he, where he was. I'm just like, 
this is the kind of relief one, but like he didn't mm-hmm. seem comedic in well, he's, the way I that mean, he was still done. he's still a pretty serious character and like his lore is like actually really devastatingly sad if you go into the lore behind that character, mm-hmm. but uh I wonder yeah, if that I mean, one the one Destiny content creator who kind of like makes those movies documentary lore oh, videos. By, by, yeah, yeah, I wonder if he has one because he is he so good. Okay, he I'm gonna have to can, watch it. Dude, he has thousands of Destiny lore videos. You could like stuff that like there's just he has he does lore on like the most obscure characters and everything. He actually is has started like marathon stuff now too which is pretty interesting so if you don't know marathon lore um you can check that out too so but uh yeah that's just a little bit of our thought well <laughs> the yeah. first well, part i didn't, of the show. I, didn't or, I didn't give my thoughts i was just telling you what i saw online i my thoughts are oh uh, we angry <laughs> everybody go watch the video we have uh had our and I just want to let everybody know there is a future jump off point episode with me, Sebastian, and Josh Martinez. And we kind of talk our feelings about that, um, about the PlayStation Showcase. And um, one of my questions that I asked, and kind of want to hear your guys' thoughts if you care to, or we could do a special pass on it. Do you think Nintendo's February Direct? has really made has put a high bar for what should be shown this year or as an expectancy for a showcase or state of play or developers direct now with Microsoft like did Nintendo do not Nintendo do too much did they reveal a lot that made us really hyper about and had us continue to talk about the show after they were shown Cause that's kind of how it feels now when you look at the uh, showcase, PlayStation showcase. I mean, my my opinion is that like, and Ed, we we start when we started the show. Uh, it was a the show was like we were scrounging to find games to talk about because Nintendo wasn't putting anything out, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, we were. I mean, we were talking about Zelda, obviously, but like. We made a whole show out of Zelda for like the first few months we did the show. And, uh, you know, now like Nintendo is putting out con like because they're not split between two consoles, two development cycles, a console nobody owns. Right. We Nintendo has the switch and that's it. And they've been putting games out like every, you know, (laughs) what i want to say they've been putting games out like one every quarter a banger every quarter at least mm-hmm. and that and that's being uh uh kind of modest about it right like playstation and xbox like sony's only first party game this year is going to be spider-man right like that's, that's the, or, that's and, the, and the yeah and like xbox put out redfall and i mean obviously like starfield and forza this year but like we are we are we have been kind of as nintendo fans been uh blessed with first party support and uh you know and and also like besides besides the rare title like zelda or metroid prime 4 or you know maybe one or two other like bayonetta 3 right like we've been 
blessed with the here's the announcement. Here's the announcement. It's out within six months type of deal. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, Fireman was like that. Kirby was like that. Mario was like that. Right. Like, it's just we've been that's the cadence. And as fans of these other consoles, like if if I were to pick one of the other consoles to be like, quote unquote, the fan of it would be. I mean, the, the Xbox is my console of choice. Uh, and to watch this into the person who has the PlayStation five to play exclusives on like. I <laughs> I put in the discord, I'm like, I don't see a reason to even turn my PlayStation on the rest of the year, you know? I really don't like and I know I'm in the minority of Spider-Man, but I didn't really care for the last one. I mean, I'm like this. This feels like the Spider-Man game I've been playing for 25 years. Uh, I don't know what you, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I was like, where's Uncharted? They totally teased it in that commercial. Where's, you know, Sony Ben's game that they literally tweeted out, uh, tweeted about after <laughs> or the day of this, the showcase. It, it, days Gone too. Was like announced it would have been out this month or something. Well, well day, Days Gone Two is not happening. They're working on a new IP. But yeah. uh, where's where's Naughty Dog's multiplayer game? Where's Horizon the Horizon multiplayer game that's rumored to be in development? Where's you know Sony Santa Monica's second team second project? They could have showed anything, like one more thing. So right, it, like I think I I Ghost, so oh also like Ghost of Tsushima Two been four years death stranding two they could have shown more of right like it's been Mm -hmm. four years for each of those projects and the traditional development cycles like about five years you know like where where are these projects so it's oh go ahead Corey. i'm sorry uh, i I interrupt i was gonna say like where's your ps vr support like no offense i like queen but queen dlc for beat saber is not gonna sell your headset (laughs) You know, <laughs> and I I posted this and I kind of and I said I feel do well. This question I put out, um, and I think I asked Carpool. I think I might ask Carpool Game. I I said um, or uh, WSAD. I was just like, do you think this show PlayStation Showcase is the equivalent to the Nintendo's Partners Direct? Because that's kind no. of the idea I was getting, and I'm just like, is this what Sony's going to be doing? Like most of the, if it's like, uh, if it's a lot of the third party and not too much Nintendo, not sorry Nintendo, too much a lot of third party and Andy's and a little bit of the first party, it's like a partners direct, um, focus show, okay. and then the regular Nintendo direct is where you're going to get a lot of the first party stuff. Where it's like state of play, you'll also get a lot of the first party stuff. Like I wonder if there, I wonder yeah. if Sony's going well, in that route. Here's the thing: if this was a state of play, I don't think anybody would have cared, right? I, I really don't think anybody would have cared if they would have just said, "This is a state of play." Here's some upcoming, you know, third party games with a focus on Spider Man. But the fact that they used the term "showcase" and the last Sony showcase was a pretty much a banger, right? I mean, all mm-hmm. things considered, and you come out and have. You know, a bunch of games as a service. I mean, they let off with Haven's game, right? Which, whatever. <laughs> uh, fair games with a dollar sign as an S kind of re- really just like rolled my eyes at that. <laughs> that was kind of, that's a generic okay. name. Here's the thing. Like, the game looks, the game sounds okay and looks okay, but like, 
I'm not based. I'm not playing it based on the fact that you use the dollar sign as an S. I like that's just it's on principle at this point. Uh, you know, you showed a bunch of trailers with no gameplay. Uh, you know, like the Metal Gear reveal, and you know, even Matter. Like, granted, I knew they weren't going to show gameplay for that because Bungie never shows gameplay. But uh, I was actually shocked that Bungie was even in the showcase. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, and you show like 10 minutes of Spider-Man, which was like your saving grace that we like they showed Spider-Man, which we already knew about. And they showed they showed Final Fantasy 16 again, which they just did a half hour state of play a month ago on that game. Why would you do the same thing? Because like, it's coming out soon. So they got the marketing. You just did the state of play. They pay for the marketing, so they're going to get their money's worth. It's just, it's ridiculous. I'm going to, let's see. I, so <laughs> I, in it's, uh, Lamaron, Stephanie, and I have a group chat for boss rush podcast and, uh, I'm trying to, I'm going through my, I literally sent them probably like a 200 word text about why the state <laughs> of play sucked or the showcase sucked. Um, I said, um, I said, uh, let's see. Uh, where's your first party single player games expect from PlayStation? Where was the la- where was Last of Us Factions? Where was Uncharted Five that they literally teased? Sony Ben's new game that they literally tweeted about after the showcase. Uh, where's the Final Fantasy VII remake Part Two? I forget what it's called. I think it's called Rebirth or something. Uh, where's Team Asobi and their Astrobot VR two title that they're supposedly working on? Uh, Queen a DLC for Beat Saber isn't going to sell headsets. Uh, the Q, the Project Q is DOA, in my opinion, uh, which was that dumb streaming only handheld. I'm like, Nintendo called. They want their Wii U gamepad back. Uh, you can't fool anybody by chopping a dual sense in half and slapping it on each side. A question about so that. Is that all one thing together or do you have to put something in it? Yep. It's all, it's, one it's all connected, right? Uh. So yeah, I mean, so let's see. I said, "Where's Where's Team Asobi and their Astrobot VR two uh, DLC? The Q Project Q, which was like their streaming only handheld, looks so dumb. It's so dumb, right? Like, it, it's so stupid. Like, it's literally like a an Android tablet with a sliced Dual Sense controller on each half. And, and I don't even know when they announced this rumor or anything." Uh, it was it was a couple months ago. It's been floating oh. around out there. But uh, Sony Ma- Sony Santa Monica has a second team working on something. Where was that from Corey Barlog? They have a Twisted Metal game in development. Where was that to coincide with the TV show? Blue Point has teased a ton of projects. Where were those? Death, Death Stranding 2 and Ghost of Tsushima 2. It's been four years since both of those games. What is Naughty Dog working on? It's been four years since The Last of Us, right? I mean, we know they're working on factions, but like what's their other project you know uh i just i had so many questions and they didn't even like they showed so many games as a service first party games as a service right and they didn't even show that the games that people want like horizon or or factions i mean you you can even throw twisted metal in there too right and we were mad that they did the gran turismo uh trailer like the movie yeah. trailer it was just like what is this i'm like they're promoting their movie yeah this is sony what, you thought they weren't going to so, do it i know uh and then i said uh and all the cool stuff they did show or announce had zero gameplay like uh the snake eater remake marathon alan wake 2 um 
then they spend more time on Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man. Uh, and, you know, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is the, ridiculous. The tweet, and then Xbox, the came out with, Xbox came out with a savage tweet like right after that ended with like a graphic with all the games that are coming to Xbox from the showcase. Mm-hmm. It was like all of them except for, except for Spider-Man and like <laughs> the and Helldivers. Yeah. Helldivers looks cool, though. I will give that Helldivers a that, yeah. that was a funny trailer. I was just like, okay, I I, I get the the Starship Troopers campiness. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. Uh, and never yeah. a Nomada Studios. I know too. I I will give Hell Divers too some credit. They were they were the the a uh, shining light in a dark <laughs> a dark showcase. Uh, and it's not like the games themselves were bad that they showed. It's just mm-hmm. like you either already spent a lot of time on these games, or the trailers you're showing are no gameplay and. The Bungie stuff aside, which I'm excited for because I'm a Bungie fan, like there there was nothing in the showcase for me to think about turning on the PlayStation. Right? There's there's just nothing. I, I, and I'm not going to knock the showcase because I thought it was good. Um, and we're we're going to get into uh, our snack Nintendo session, everybody. But I really felt like. I've seen all of this before. These ideas that you are showcasing, I've seen it before. Okay, never, yes. As much as I love No Matter Studio, I'm just like, okay, this is Spirit to the Way meets Princess Mononoke. I get the idea. I'm here for it, though, because it's beautiful. Um, I'm not mad at Sword of, sea, uh, Sword of the Sea. That looks yeah, that really looks cool. cool uh, I'm, you know, Hell Divers. Like I said, the campiness, I'm here for. But fair game, I've seen that that idea done before. Foam Stars, I've seen that idea done before. I, and I'm not going to mention which name uh, or games. <laughs> I will, Splatoon. <laughs> it's literally but, Splatoon with foam instead of, instead of ink. Right. Uh, um, was, did you see all the, did you see the memes? Did you see the memes? The no, I have not. It, it's the PlayStation 5, right? Uh-huh. With a Wii U gamepad with oh, Nintendo one... scr- with Nintendo crossed out and Sony written in like red pen, and it oh, said, wow. "I can't wait to I can't wait to play uh, Square's Splatoon on my Sony Wii U." <laughs> oh no, the... I, I, I just didn't send the PS5 U <laughs> on oh, it. That's funny. Yeah, that was, that's... Uh, the uh, the one uh, samurai game. Um, I'm not, which I'm not going to knock. I'm just like, oh, this is another. Stella Stella Blade. Yeah, Phantom Blade Zero. I'm like, oh, this is another Stella Blade game or some soul adventure. I'm like, you already got four of these in development. Do we really need another one? Yes, it looks cool looking um, from this developer, but come on now. I'm just, there was no original originality to anything in the showcase i'm not mad at bungie with I, I thought the trailer for destiny was good marathon looks looks f- as a colorful as a cut co- is a once again a beautiful colorful trailer but it doesn't offer me anything no knock to bungie y'all are good developers but y'all need to move past the first person gun stuff y'all need to actually literally do something different because well, I mean, i'm gonna i'm gonna Bust your buzz there, Ed, because all five games in development from Bungie are shooters. So <laughs> and that's just what like, they're good at, though. I mean, that's that's what they're good at. It's like that's that's you know. that's great, but it's for me personally, it's boring, and that really just seems to me that you are a one genre talent developer. 
I'm, I'm not I'm not saying you're not good at it, but I feel like you are a company who are fearful for stepping out to try something different. You know, I would so. argue I would argue that point, but I don't have time right now. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean that. But yeah, it was it was a good show, but it was it they could have done better. Um, and I understand, like I understand yeah. the. Like, I understand the date stuff, but this is the time that you, like, should really be, like, promoting Street Fighter. This is the time you should be promoting Exo Primal because you are the first company who showed off this game by Capcom. Like, the stuff that was, that's been showed off and that still haven't came out should have been there. We're not going to get Death Stranding 2. It's Kojima. When has he ever released game traders at the announcement? We've been seeing more CGI stuff from him before the game even comes out. We don't see the we don't see no gameplay until they do a state of play when the game about to come out a month before. Mm-hmm. So th- that expectation in Bloodborne 2, I know people want been one of that. I'm like, from software is not going to be is not focused on Bloodborne. They are literally no. focused on Armor Core 2. A lot of people think that Blue Point oh, the be new Armor Core is next to Bloodborne, whether it's a remaster or a. If you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/BossRushMedia, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the $5 tier or higher for this month are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. Thank you for your continued support. <sighs> Video games. Am I right? All right. Yep. So, so with that, everybody, it's time for Snack Tendo. Daniel, what have you been snacking on? Froze. Nope, there he is. Oh. I had. Uh, uh, I'm going to try that again. It's time for Snack Tendo. Daniel, what have you been snacking on? Uh, What have I been snacking on? So, I looked high and low. Across the the state of Massachusetts, I didn't look that hard, but uh, for those uh, Lay's BLT chips you were talking about last week, and I yes. could not find. It. But um, I had some Wendy's. They have like this pretzel bun burger that's actually pretty good. Uh yeah, those are good. They're good in terms, of, yeah, good in terms of like fast food. Like in the grander scheme of like excellent meals, mm-hmm. it's not. But in in the fast food world, it's very good. And that's oh. probably one of the more interesting things today. I had a chocolate uh, milkshake earlier today that kind of hit the spot pretty good as well. Oh. Oh. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. I, I enjoy a good milkshake. Yeah, I very, very rarely get them, but it was just perfect today. It was hot, so perfect. Nice. Nice. And nice. Nothing else worth sharing. <laughs> well Corey, uh what have you been snacking on um let's see i had chipotle for dinner tonight and it was very good i got that new chicken that they're advertising Mm -hmm. Uh, it was the first it was the best chipotle i've had in a while so uh kudos to them uh i got i got 
the that new chicken i forget what it's called but it's like kind of spicy it was very tasty yeah uh, with some green peppers and onions and some corn and cheese and rice and a lot of a lot of hot salsa so that's, I like uh, the, uh, go ahead oh they have they have a new like vinaigrette um kind of dressing or like sauce it's kind of, i like that one that they have and then uh, got to get the ch- the chips and corn salsa, you know, got to get the chips and salsa. So did that. And then um, my parents came over today and they brought they brought like this breakfast platter. Um, I haven't eaten it yet, but I'm going to eat it in the morning. It's they brought like bacon and sausage and, and like mm. egg, egg and cheese quiche, which is like, I don't know why they brought it over, but I was like, OK, neat. I mean, I'll eat it, sure, but who knows? Who who's to say? You know? Oh man, quiche is good though, man. I love yes. I love a good egg and cheese quiche with some with some bacon and, and sausage. Yes, oh, so good, so good. Nice. It was still warm when they brought it over, and I'm like, I kind of want to eat this now, but I just ate breakfast, so mm-hmm. I didn't. But it was like warm, and the crust was still like stuck to the pan that they brought it over in. Like, oh gosh, this is like the best time to eat this, and I'm not even hungry. You should have just been like, I just need to taste test it. I know. I thought about it, but I didn't. But okay. Uh, well, for me, um, since I was at another store yesterday, um, there was a grocery store that was connected to it, so. I went and got uh, some salmon sushi, but it was a California roll salmon sushi, um, which was something completely different because I normally don't see anything like that. Um, the the spicy sauce that they normally drizzle on the sushi, they put it in a cup. And the cup is those kind of like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but they're like that white thin cup that people put coleslaw in or something. They they had a little bit of that in, so um, I just decided to get it. They had they had some stuff on the on the salmon and everything, which it wasn't bad and stuff. I, you know, put the soy sauce and I ate it. Um, but I did see some new snacks at the place that I was working at. Some brought, someone brought up some Doritos hot mustard flavor, and I'm like, what the world? I've never they, they sometimes some some of our stores sometimes sell different items than what we would normally sell at some at some time. So I've I seen that I'm like <laughs> if it was Doritos honey mustard I would get, but it's hot mustard and I can't do hot mustard. I just uh, my tongue is sensitive. I, I, I would say that, uh, but uh, it was kind of like cool seeing some of the new the snacks that they had there and everything but um that's pretty much all that i snacked on with um haven't did anything like new new or and stuff so i mean tuesday is going to be my snack shopping day so i'll be able to find some new snacks and talk about them um in the coming week with that but everybody that's going to be it for snack tendo it's time for playing with power Corey, where have you been playing with power? Uh, I mean Zelda, really. 
uh, is kind of all of. Well, no, that's a lie. I, well, I I have been playing Zelda, but I played a lot of stuff with my nephew last weekend. Uh, I wasn't on the show last week, so uh, I guess I could talk about that kind of stuff. We played a lot of. <laughs> my nephews are eight and ten, and my one mm-hmm. nephew came over, and we played we played some Smash Brothers, which was fun. Uh, we played some. What else did we play? We played some. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else we played before we get to the big one that we played. Um, what did we play? Shoot, it was something multiplayer that my daughter tried to play and she was like not having it. Uh, so was it like oh, we Fortnite some or Pokemon. Ninja Turtles? No, they no, they were playing some uh Pokemon Let's Go, um, together. Oh, okay. Um, and then we played some Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, which was like kind of fun in a co-op setting. Uh, Mm -hmm. I almost wish they would revisit it and not have like this kind of hardcore RPG system attached to it. But like it was really fun. Like we were playing through and we he was having a blast because he's like obsessed with Miles Morales right now. And I have all the spider people unlocked. And uh, yeah. You know, he loves Hulk and, and all these other characters. So, like, it was kind of fun to play co-op. And, uh, yeah, so we did that. Um, and then we, uh, and then I've just been playing Zelda. So, uh, I've completed two dungeons. I'm kind of just, like, trying to mainline the story stuff because I want to do the exploration on my own time. So mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of where I'm at there. But yeah, just that's kind of what I've been playing. Okay. Daniel, what have you been playing with power? So I've uh, been continuing through Breath of the Wild, and um, I got to the camel ancient beast, and it's, uh, I'm on the boss, and the boss is just so fast. Like, I don't know if you guys like recall that at all. But, like, is that the one that'd be on the ceiling? The zooming around one. doing the thunder, yeah, the thunder blight one. Uh, like, it's the worst. It's the like, worst one. He like one one shots me. He one shots me, and I have the the double life thing from the Zora, the, mm-hmm. the Zora gift, and he double hits me with that too. So I, I'm stubborn, so I don't want to have like go back and kind of grind up some extra health and stuff. But it's kind of getting to the point where I can't get like cute with it. There's just, it just stinks. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. But, that's, yeah. that's the worst boss fight. I think. Yeah. In that entire game. So hard. But um, Oh man, the, the bosses in tears of the kingdom are, I'm not going to spoil any of them, but they are way cooler and way better. Than the yes. Blade. Yes. Um, so that's mm-hmm. something to look forward to. <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. It's so funny how like how different uh, Tears of the Kingdom feels from Breath of the Wild, yet super familiar, but also mm-hmm. feels way more like a traditional Zelda than maybe it should. <laughs> like it's so <laughs> weird. It's cool. They like really blended the the two together in a nice kind of seamless way. It's really, I don't know, man. I'm really into it. I wish I had more time to play more. I have all my amiibos sitting on my child's desk chair right here on the back because I'm like, I got to scan them all in. I got to get all my things. I have not scanned anything in just yet. Oh, man. 
you're missing out. It's really helped me out a lot. <laughs> Dude, I got a plus 68 shield like my third day playing. I'm like, nice. yeah, let's let's go. <laughs> Is that all, Daniel? Uh, I played a little Mario Kart 8 this week. Another uh, banger. Tons of fun with that. Um, like I had said earlier, I think earlier, that I uh, played Lufia for the first time. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty cool. But uh, that's about it for this week. Okay. Um, for me, uh, Chess Tears of the Kingdom, I know I'm going to be... I actually did cut it on my Xbox um, today. Um, I was trying to see if Ghostwire Tokyo was on sale. And it's not on sale. So, it's just like... It's on um, Game Pass. Mm, I know. Mm. Uh, so, but I am going to be turning to Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I'm trying to finish that. Um... Let me know if they but, patch it where it doesn't crash. Uh, I, yeah, I will let you know because I didn't do. I didn't check, go in to check to see if there's any updates. I still got my Redfall disc in my system, um, which I need to take out and switch out. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, so I started. I mean, I went back to Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I got three dungeons done. I got just one more to do, but I started um, exploring. Um, just I'm still exploring Hyrule. I haven't gone down into the chasms, and I really haven't did too much exploring up in the sky. Um, but I just been like running into like so many side quests. Um, today I just got to Terry Town. Uh, and I was just like, oh, wow. I, I didn't even, th- even think about this place. Stuff. So, Spoiler, um, Daniel hasn't gotten there yet in Breath of the Wild. I have not. Don't spoil it, Ed. I'm not, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ruined before I get there. I no, no, no. You, you, you'll be literally fine. I'm not going to spoil anything. Because um, uh, the one that I just visited just, was just like way off in the map. So I was just like, oh, didn't, didn't see that. Um found <laughs> so so i found the shrine um and i and you know cory i understand the little hand stuff the hand enemy and the gloom i understand what stephanie was talking about because i was running in a certain area and all of it was like a gloom thing of like six hands that came out i'm like oh no they're fast too run away yes I, I ran away. I, when I seen it, I'm just like, oh, that's really just Wind Waker hands <laughs> in this look. Yeah. It's, uh, so, uh, did that. Uh, but <laughs> I got to the shrine. I solved it and, and everything. And then I looked down and to my left, it was a three-headed dragon, but it was a, uh, it was a, a lightning one. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I... Looked in a different area, high tail, <laughs> jumped off, <laughs> put on my paraglider, uh, had one of my companions come help me, <laughs> and I dipped. Anytime I see those, I just literally dipped and everything. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm finding so many um, 
so many side quests and definitely going to the stables. Um, because I'm in one of the, there's a side quest, Daniel, and it's not so much a, a, a sport or anything, but, um, there's some side quests at the horse stables that you'll get to a point that you're able to do and stuff. And they're very interesting if you do them. So, um, I, I won't, you know, say how you get it, but you'll understand why you'd be like, oh, okay, I got it and stuff. So, um, that's pretty much it. I'm just still exploring, still unlocking stuff in the map, um, and getting ready to do that last dungeon, um, and stuff. And then when I do the last dungeon, I'm not going to finish the game just yet. Um, cause I feel like there's probably some more stuff that I might need to do and everything. I just literally, f- I think I just finished the top row of my hearts. Uh, so I think I'm gonna start on my bottom one a little bit later, but I'm like, once I get another four pieces from the shrines, I'm going to be doing my stamina because I've been doing heart stamina, heart stamina, heart stamina and stuff. And if, uh, if I get a full heart, I mean, there's points where you'll get a full heart. Um, I'll be like, okay, I could go do my stamina stand since I just got that full heart and everything. So, that is pretty much what I, I have been playing and everything. Um, and with that, everybody, it's time for Femi News. Corey, take it away. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, on so there was a, a marvelous game showcase uh, recently. Uh, marvelous is kind of like a small publisher for those who don't know. Uh. But Ed's, I know Ed's excited for at least one of these, uh, probably more. But uh, on May 26th, uh, publisher Marvelous had a 30-minute presentation that announced new games that are coming in 2023 for Japan, Europe, and the U.S. Uh, They announced and premiered a new story of seasons and two Rune Factory games. Uh, Now, if you're hearing this... uh, (laughs) Yes! A magical twirl and a yes in the air. That Ed, that's Ed reacting with a glee as Damon X Machina, uh, the Switch console exclusive mech game, has received is receiving a sequel titled uh, Damon X Machina Titanic Scion. Uh, no gameplay or graphics were shown, nor what platforms it is coming to at this time. Uh, the Xseed Games showcase uh, or the the marvelous game showcases on the XC games, YouTube channel. Uh, you can check it out. It's uh, very happy for you, Ed. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yes. I, I want to say something about um, this one. is a really good uh, showcase. Um, and people, I, I know some people are, are not interested in marvelous and some of their games. And it is like very Japanese uh, focus in a sense, but I, they brought out the creators and directors and uh, there is a voice actor that kind of helps narrate it. The CEO and president of Marvelous is also hosting it uh, and everything. Um, but th- there's a, there's a room factory game that that's dealing with dragons and stuff. It's kind of like an action adventure style game. It's really, really nice. Um, what I like about this, and I think this is what's, uh, when I'm quickly just going to say this, what the uh, 
PlayStation Showcase was missing, that when, even though they didn't announce some dates, they said diligently under development, meaning that they're working on the game. And if they didn't show anything, they still talked about it, even though they had um, the title stuff. And then when they they about the trans transition and just to bring my everybody uh, about the game, they said digitally, uh, diligently under development. So at least you know, yeah, the game is not coming, but they're working on it. And I think that's so cool on how they went about that. Um, the only one that they really didn't give like a date was in the platform was the Damon X Machina. But in the, the president uh, said who was hosted, he said this is the grand finale because he didn't reveal it until it was actually shown and everything. So that one was just like the only one that doesn't have a date or anything but it was a cool way to end the show and stuff um so i do recommend people just go watch it it's a it's a good 30 minute presentation and everything and even if you those none of those games are for you it's good to like actually hear and see um what they talk about you know it, it was a really good presentation and i think this was the first for marvelous i don't think marvelous ever did a game show showcase so, um, I probably would have put this like, yeah, this is kind of an E3 style yeah. showcase in, in a in a sense. And if I had to rate it, I would kind of say it's an A minus, really. Mm. Better than the uh, PlayStation showcase. A hundred percent better. Seems. Oh, man. Sorry. That was a low blow, but it's fine. They deserve it. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. Damon X Machina is getting a seems like a second life. I wonder if it'll be multi-platform this time. I wonder if it'll even get a Switch release. I'm sure it will. Um, um if it does go multi-platform, yeah, people are hoping it for a Switch. I know it would definitely be PC. Um, yeah, well, the last the the other one, the last one came to PC also. So yeah, and I know the PC one was like later on down the line, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that it did enough good sales for them to do a part two. So I am happy for this. Yeah. The um, Damon X Machina game does look pretty cool. Like it was, I wasn't familiar with it, but I looked it up because I do the homework. Or I try to do the homework for these. Yeah. And yeah, uh, the mechs look really cool. It, like the customization seems pretty cool. So yeah, there's yeah. a demo you can download if you want to pl- try it out. Try the it controls out. Are, yeah. My biggest, my biggest thing with the game was the controls uh overall they're kind of but like if you're into mech games the controls make sense but if you're not into mech games then they don't i guess is what i'm you know what the consensus was yeah and the big thing about it uh daniel was that they had some somebody from gundam do the mechs um they had someone from armor core to help make the game like off like i think it was three or five people um some really big names in the mech uh com- like uh industry with anime and games and uh the artwork and stuff all of them came together to make this game for me um it was 2018 Corey, i think 
for no 2019 no it's part of that big huge run because it came out in between fire emblem and astral chain it was like it was like marvel ultimate alliance fire fire emblem maybe uh fire emblem yeah fire emblem was um july astral chain was august because we had dragon quest um and some other big games link's awakening was that big september i think the first showing it, my my point was that David X Machina was like in that kind of pile of 2019 Switch hits. Ugh, <laughs> so. September was uh, insane. Oh my gosh, uh, that was uh man. But I think it was it was the 2018 was this first reveal because I probably I don't yeah because if it point. if it came yeah because <laughs> if it came out of 2019 because I remember it getting delayed and stuff. In uh, everything, but they did put a demo, uh, which was cool. They did a demo and they want to hear feedback, and so the, and with the feedback, they delayed it for a bit so they could fix stuff. So that was really cool. But I'm I remember that was um, I think that because they were showing Smash at the end, but I think that demo that demo X Magna was like my game of E3, like and we we ha- me and Corey have a reaction to it. I could not stop talking about that game. The, the just the trailer looks so good, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just so happy that it got a sequel. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, the our our next story has to do with the GBA uh, Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Uh, Nintendo has updated the Game Boy Advance section of their NSO expansion uh, pack service. Uh, Super Mario Advance Collection uh, contains Super Mario Brothers 2 uh, and the classic arcade uh, Mario Brothers, Super Mario World, and Yoshi's Island are all coming uh, in their Game Boy Advance forms. Uh, these games offer multiplayer for up to four players, new graphics and levels, etc. Uh, this is, in my opinion, this is the best way to play Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, this is the worst place to play Yoshi's Island. <laughs> I think it's the <laughs> consensus. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, are you guys gonna check these out? I I updated. Um, I updated uh, for those games to be in. Um, I started part of the Game Boy Advance one of Super Mario Bros. Two, but I have not like got a chance to like really dig in and stuff. I do want to play it because um, I never got to play it on GBA. Um, and it feels like there's some, it It feels like there's some different stuff to it because, um, there's a point system. There's like certain coins that you get, like they added more to it. And I, I got a heart and like grew like it was a mushroom. I'm like, wait a minute. That's weird. <laughs> Cause they of course they didn't have that in Super Mario Brothers 2. Um the heart would give you energy, but it would never make you grow or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'll probably check these out eventually. Definitely not near the top of the list. Again, more as more of an RPG person. Don't generally play that many Mario games, but probably somewhere down the road. When I just have some free time to just mess around, I'll check them out. Have you tried to go to Sun, um, on it, Daniel? Uh, uh, not on the Switch, no. Okay. 
Originally, yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic game. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like Super Mario Brothers too. I think that's the best way to play it. So, um, I'll probably I'll get around to it uh, at some point. So uh, the last before you go before I'm sorry, Bert, before you go on, is that the third version of Super Mario Brothers two that's on Switch? Yeah, because there's one in the Super Mario All Stars that came to Super Nintendo, and then the NES one is on mm-hmm. again the GBA. Okay, yep. Uh, so yeah, much improved over the Super Nintendo version, in my opinion. Uh, the last uh, that's not it. The last story we have here: uh, Nintendo issues Valve a DMCA for the Dolphin emulator. Hmm. So. Before I get into this description, the emulator is not illegal. It's the ROMs that are illegal. And so Valve doesn't have to do anything for this. I'm pretty sure. Not a lawyer, everybody. But the ROM, the ROMs are the illegal part. And Valve does not issue the ROMs. They just issue the emulator. Uh... So I'll get into the description now. In March of this year, a team who uh, a team who was behind the GameCube and Wii emulator known as Dolphin uh, was planning to release it on Steam. It is now indefinitely postponed as Valve was sent a DMCA for the unreleased software. The Dolphin team uh, made a statement saying, it is with much disappointment that we have to announce that the Dolphin, uh, that Dolphin on Steam release has been indefinitely postponed we were notified by valve that nintendo has issued a dmca against dolphin steam page and has uh removed dolphin from steam until the matter is settled we are currently investigating our options and will have a more in-depth response to the near future we appreciate your patience in the meantime uh some people are mad as as they tweeted their frustration out but uh we'll see what happens in the future uh, so for those who don't know, Dolphin is kind of the premier emulator for, I, I think they're up to 4k, uh, mm-hmm. emulation for GameCube. We, and, uh, they do some Wii U, but that's more, uh, CMU, uh, the, the Wii U emulator. Um, but a lot of people have been, uh, contributing to this emulator to get, uh, 4k assets and, 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 uh, gameplay and 60 frames a second for most games uh, for GameCube and Wii. The games look phenomenal. They look great. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I see why Nintendo is upset because obviously they want to protect their IP and protect their pretty aggressive towards these types of things. And I'm sure Valve doesn't want to uh, fight Nintendo if they don't have to. <laughs> so uh Daniel, I'm going to go your way first. What do you, I mean, how do you feel about all this? Yeah, I think, I don't know. It's like, obviously if they're going to be releasing it on steam, people are going to be going after the ROMs for it. Like what else would one be doing with that? Mm -hmm. So like, I kind of get going after it, but I don't know. It's so if everything was just available, we wouldn't even be having this talk. Yeah. Like if you could just if they just ported every everything 
from the distant past to the switch like mm-hmm. bump up their online systems like we were just talking about we wouldn't even be doing this because they'd just be there yeah so it's like if they just hurry up and do that people wouldn't have to go these like kind of janky back route ways to play these things if they were just there yeah so and and you know on yeah and on previous episodes before you uh join the show uh we Ed and I would talk about how the Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary collection was less of a product and more of a, hey, let's see if we can get Nintendo 64, GameCube, and Wii emulation working. And for the most part, I think those games work fine. Uh, I think that emulation is pretty good. And then later we got the Nintendo 64. I wouldn't, I would actually. I wouldn't be surprised if either way, if they say, no, we're not doing GameCube emulation or we're going to put GameCube on the switch, uh, because I think out of all of Nintendo's past generations, the GameCube is the one that's most sought after for some reason, uh, probably because nobody bought one and they're like, oh, well, it has great games, so we might as well play them. And then you pay like one hundred and twenty dollars for you know, that version of Twilight Princess or Wind Waker or, you know, whatever, like, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know mine's uh, in a box <laughs> over there. By the way, I forgot to I forgot to talk about this in, in playing with power. Uh, Ed, we'll get your thought in a second, but I bought protective. I brought these plastic protective cases for my Nintendo 64 and GameCube mm-hmm. games uh, just to keep them nice. And uh, yes. I really like how they turned out. So, uh, and I'm not talking about like the clippy case, the plastic cases. I mean, like you put everything in the box, you you kind of unfold this plastic case, you put the whole mm-hmm. Nintendo 64 box with the game and everything inside, and then you fold it up, and it just keeps it really nice and clean and pristine and displayable. And it's like it's turned out really nice. Nice, sweet. Now I'm just trying to get uh, Twilight Princess for GameCube. So, yes, good luck. Not going through that story again. <laughs> it breaks my heart. <laughs> so, anyways, Ed, what do you what, what's your take on the emulation stuff? Um, well, a, I didn't know Steam was able to put software out, allow people to put software out like that. Like emulation and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, that... there was a there was a Nintendo sixty four emulator on Xbox for a while for a long time. Yeah. So. Um, but I didn't know that it could be sold. I thought they only could well, sell it's, games it's a, on Steam. It's a free download. That's not like they were gonna sell it. Oh, it was a free download. So. Okay. Um. So I guess like emulation is allowed to be in there in Steam's market. That's. If that was interesting. Um, I know too, or uh, B, I should say, when the story broke, um, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like I definitely seen it on Twitter, but I'm like, Nintendo, Nintendo and Steam, like, or Nintendo and Val, what the heck? That was just very interesting. So I had to look up on the story for that. Um, I I understand why Nintendo did it. You know, I mean, well, first of all, it's their IP and everything. And they consider it if if they're not gonna do it, anything outside of that is illegal. Um and so, you know, for you know, they didn't, you know, 
go after Steam like real hard. It's just issue, but like, hey, they need to take this down and stuff because what's going to end up happening is that people we feel like are going to be stealing stuff from us and everything. And you know, we don't put our games on Steam. We don't put our games on PC. Um, I mean, people illegally have done it. Um, but um, it, it, it's a it's a Nintendo thing. It's an IP thing. So I don't know why people were mad at Nintendo for doing what they did. You know, I'm like, what gives you the right to justify um, for Nintendo to allow illegal stuff to happen to their IP? You know, they own it, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I, I'm not mad at Nintendo. Uh, I know these people are just the Dolphin team. They work hard and stuff, but I, I kind of feel like, Hey, you know, you guys are smart. You guys are good engineers. I think you could probably do something more productive, um, with it. Like, Hey, if y'all really want to try to do something, do some CDI in- engineering and try to get those that kind of emulated. Because I heard CDI emulation is hard to do. Yeah, that whole generation, though, right? Like the Philips CDI, Sega, like Sega Saturn emulations, apparently mm-hmm. really difficult. And like, I get it to an extent, right? For like game preservation or games that are just have never been re-released and I think past a certain point, there's a there's a point where you say, hey, yeah, it's illegal, but it's probably not going to hurt anybody because nobody's doing anything with this IP. Right. Like, but at the same time, Nintendo is very like cautious and caring about their IP. And like all these people are showing off their switch emulation online right now with (laughs) Zelda. And they were definitely doing it when Metroid came out. And I was like. This is this 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 is the this is the emulation that's got to go right. Like, I get it. You want to play your game at sixty frames a second in four K with ray tracing and whatever, but like, that's not what Nintendo's offering. They're offering you the game right now for sixty or seventy dollars, and you're gonna go steal it because you don't like the way it looks on your Switch. Like, and there's people within Boss Rush that do that too. I'm not gonna say any names, but like, you know, don't don't do that. It's it's wrong. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Okay, if you want to play, you know, uh, uh, Mother 3 because it's never been released here and you want to emulate it, yeah, okay. But Metroid Dread and and Tears of the Kingdom, you're going to emulate because you don't want to spend $60? Go. I have choice words for you that I'm not going to say because we try not to use that language on this show. So I didn't. You can. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Oh, what would you say, uh, Dave? I didn't know you could emulate Switch yet. Yeah, it's like the emulation is yeah. really good, and that's why Nintendo's apparently moving up the release date for their console because because of security, not because they need one. It's because interesting the system. If you have a if you have like a launch Switch and reset it to factory defaults and dump your ROMs from that, like you can emulate any game is like perfectly preserved when you dump it. Wow, that's fascinating. I hadn't hadn't read that or seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people have gotten Metroid Dread to run at 120 frames a second in 4K and added ray tracing to it. Like it's that's cool. Granted, <laughs> the emulation is incredible. And a lot of people 
have been, uh, especially for Breath of the Wild, uh, have been emulating the Wii U version because it's just way easier to do uh, than Switch emulation. But people who know how to do Switch emulation have been getting it pretty, you know, way better than the Switch offers uh, in terms of looks and stuff. But still, it's like, come on, guys. Come on. It's ridiculous. You you pay two three thousand dollars for these mega PCs and you don't want to pay for your games. That's stupid. <laughs> You're an idiot. Fascinating. So, somebody's gonna yeah. get mad at me for that. That's fine. Yeah, but that's my thoughts. I, yeah, that's... and that doesn't just go for Nintendo either, right? That goes for any console. Right. No, so. that goes for Nintendo because I don't know who's emulating or still anything for Sony and Play- for Sony and Microsoft. Oh, people are emulating play the trying to get PlayStation Three emulation. Like it's p- getting pretty good actually, just because like all those games are stuck there. You know. Mm-hmm. Granted, Sony has released most of them in other capacities, but like there's games on there that are pretty good that are stuck there, like Infamous and you know all the Killzone games and Resistance and. Uh, the Ratchet and Clank games, like there's a lot of games on there that are still, you know, stuck there, and Sony won't re-release them in any fashion. So, <sighs> anyways, let's get to Pack Watch. Uh, there's only one kind of major game this week: uh, the Etrian and Odyssey Origins Collection. What a brave move to release that in the same month that Zelda came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. Explore the rich beginnings of this RPG franchise with remasters of the three timeless adventures that inspired players to go on a journey of discovery, mapping deep dungeons and building customized parties uh, for exploring and engaging in tactical combat. Play as the leader of a guy of a guild of adventures searching for rare treasures and secrets within the depths of a vast sprawling labyrinth. Uh, traverse and draw a map of the environment while encouraging enemies large and small in turn-based combat. Then return to town to rest, sell materials for better equipment, and manage your party, selecting from a collection of heroes to build the right team for the job. Etrian Odyssey Origins. Dan, you're a funny thing, everybody. What were you saying? What, what? What? What were you saying, Ed? Oh, I was, I was just going to say, just to let everybody know, the collection is seventy nine ninety nine. So just be aware of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you save $40 if you buy them all at once because they're $40 a piece. So mm-hmm. <laughs> buy two, get one free. Yeah. Woo. Dan, you're the RPG guy here. Um, you ever play Etrian Odyssey? No, and just uh, looking it up, I'm not sure it would quite be my cup of tea, but could surprise me, I suppose. It almost looks like a souped-up RPG maker. It's kind, kind of, of yeah, it's kind of in the rim of Fantasy Star on a Sega Master System. Yeah, gross fantasy star where you had to really like make your own map for the dungeon um oh yeah interesting uh, good times could be like a sleeper good one 
It's it's popular. Um, it was uh, it says it's an Atlas gang. Uh, since Atlas did all the releases, it's just Sega now is publishing it because they're under. That's who Atlas is under. Um, I think they had limited physicals when it came out, but I know it was a big download gang and everything. Some of the characters look cool. Some yeah. Designs going on. I think but. all of them came out on 3DS. I think there's a, there's a few on 3DS. I don't I don't know how many or which ones or anything, but they were, they were pretty big DS and 3DS games. So yeah. Cause Nintendo, they was like always in like a Nintendo direct, like oh. Nintendo really highlighted those games. Yeah. People like them. So yeah. So, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, we're going to get into uh, Game Fact Advance, everybody. Uh, With a new story of seasons in development, the former former name Harvest Moon has been going since June uh, 17th, 1997 in the U.S. The surprise fact with this series is that it has been on five consoles, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, GameCube, Wii, and Switch, and five handhelds. Game Boy, Game Boy Color, GBA, DS, 3DS. Uh, Wii U is the only platform it was never released on. Uh, and I didn't add, I didn't add the NES or uh, the Retro Boy because the series wasn't out at that time. Yeah. Uh, also, fun fact, the reason why they changed it to Story of Seasons is because another company owns the name Harvest Moon and tried to make their own farming sim that is not as good. So if you want "Quote unquote real harvest moon story of seasons is your harvest moon." So it's a it's so that story is so crazy. It's fun. Oh, good stories, good times. Not so many. <laughs> What's a wrestling game? I don't know. What do you, how do we get to wrestling? We we're talking about farming, right? Not so many made a wrestling game for Super Nintendo, so that's why. I, you're asking the wrong person here. I had to ask Josh Martinez. He would know. Yeah. Ask Josh. I don't know. Ask Josh. Why are you asking me? You know me, Ed. You shouldn't be asking me questions. I had to. Fire Pro Wrestling. That's what it was. Oh. I guess I probably could have come up with that. But I didn't. So. Fail, I guess. Me. Um, That's it. That's all I got. It's all the notes. Okay. Well, everybody, that is going to be it for this episode of Nintendo Power Block. I hope you all had a great Memorial Day. Um, we will be celebrating. By the time you guys see this, uh, we had we would have already celebrated in our own way. Um, but with that, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next time on Nintendo Power Block. Bye, everybody. Woohoo! Bye. Bye. Nintendo Power Block is a product of Boss Rush Media, LLC, and is recorded from our headquarters in Akron, Ohio. The show is hosted by me, Edward Varnell. My co hosts are Corey Derrick and Cordy Yikes. You can find Corey at I am Corey in HD on Twitter and Instagram, as well as hosting the Boss Rush Podcast and Tower Casuals, the Destiny Podcast. You can find Cordy at Cordy underscore Yikes on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find me at that Co on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Nintendo Power Block on all social media platforms at Power Block Podcast. 
You can also follow Bosswatch Media and Bosswatch Network on all major social media platforms. Join the Bosswatch Network, Discord, and Facebook groups to interact with other friends and fans. Visit BossRush.net for more great content and Patreon.com slash BossRushMedia to learn how you can support this show. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.